0: Well, hello, hokanui. Welcome to Alert Level 2. Um, I hope you've been able to have a lot more freedom in the last few days and uh, been able to get out and about and uh, maybe visit some loved ones um, as we, we finally see the the shackles coming off and we're able to move around a bit more. Um, but unfortunately for us as a church, we're unable to meet in groups larger than 10, which is why we're continuing on with, uh, with devotions. Um, and we're just not sure, we're just going to keep you positive with what that may look like in the future. So, for example, as the numbers are allowed to increase, we might be able to have church um, going again for that amount of people. And then all of those that are in excess of that might be able to watch it um, a lot by live streaming it on the internet or, or we might be able to just do recordings. Um, so we'll just keep you up to date um, with that. Um, Of concern for us as we move from Alert Level 3 to 2 is just what that might actually mean for some people. For some of you, it might mean going back to work and getting back into it, um, which could be a good thing or a bad thing if you've been enjoying the break. Um, But for others, it it might be actually quite difficult. Um, Some might be going back on really reduced hours, um, and that that might mean that it makes um, things really difficult financially, um, or even in your work because of the amount you've got to try to do in a few hours or, or less hours. Um, but for others, it might even mean that um, there is no employment available. Um, and, you know, it might be just a delayed time before you get work, or for others, again, it might mean that there's no job at all. Um, so we would really um, like to try and support you through this time. Um, So if you're really finding things difficult and the situation's hard, please feel free to contact the eldership. Look, we'd love to come and pray with you as a a minimum, Um, and we would just like to sit and see uh, if if the body of Christ can just support each other and see what we can do for each other. So please, if you are finding things difficult, situation is um, hard, please feel free to contact the eldership, and we'd love to do that with you. Look, I was hoping to share with you a short devotion on something um, completely different. Um, I'd been looking at Matthew chapter 2 and um, in Matthew chapter 2 we have a prophet, uh, sorry, Matthew um, talks about as it was fulfilled by the prophets and he he looks at um, the four different ways um, that that term is used is what I was going to look at with you. but for some reason, it just, it just didn't seem right to do that. Um, so in the last five minutes, that's completely changed. And uh, um, I just went back to the Bible and said, okay, Lord, um, I, I, I get it, it's not, it's not bad. So, but something that did really jump out to me as I was just contemplating and thinking, Lord, what could I share? Um, it's just Matthew chapter six. Um, and I'd just like to read that now, um, a really short devotion. Um, And just a couple of things that really just stood out to me, just um, as I was thinking through it and just reading it. Um, So Matthew chapter six, it just says these words, I'm just going to read it It says, "Um, take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise you have no reward from your father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets and that they may have glory from men. Um, Assuredly, I say to you that they will have their reward, but when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret himself will reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions like the heathen do, for they think they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner therefore pray, our Father which out in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Um, it's a, it's an amazing um, template. Um, I've been thinking about that template a lot of um, over the last year, really. Just about what this template of prayer looks like, um, and I'd just like to share some of the, some small thoughts with you now. And that is that when we start this prayer, the Lord's Prayer, it says, "Our Father, which in which out in heaven, hallowed be your name." And look, I think that's just an amazing way to start your prayer, um, Lord. Just giving Him the glory that's due to His name, um, His plans. Um, who he is, his righteousness, his holiness, that he's seated, at the, he's seated on the throne and that his, the Lord Jesus is seated at his right-hand side, the Father and the Son sitting there, waiting for the time when the Father will tell his Son, go and get your church. Just hallowed be the Lord. Hallowed be his name. May his may his glory be um, throughout the whole earth. And, and you think of the, the angels that are in Isaiah. And it mentions that they, the seraphim, the ones with six wings, they go around the... the the Lord, and all they say is "Holy, holy, holy," is the Lord God Almighty. As they and you sort of see it as being, as they as they see the Lord's face, and as they they come around, and then that next rotation, they just see something new of the Lord, um, and they just see Him for who He actually is. And I think that's a great way to, to start our prayers off. Just hallowed be Your name. And the next section says, "May Your kingdom come, and Your will be done." But do you notice the the emphasis it's not about Lord what is your plan for me and um, what is it what what do you want me to do how am I doing Lord I'll, what is your plan what what do you want me it's the focus is may um, your kingdom come your will be done and I think it's a um, the second part of the template is just to really show us what what is God's plans what are his purposes what do you know of his will and of his desires what is his um, will that he is doing in this world today um, and how can we be part of what his plans are um, rather than focusing on Lord what can you do for me it's like Lord uh, by looking through and trying to understand um, what is dear to God's heart what his um, bigger picture is what is the focus is, is to be able to just Focus and ask him, Lord, I I think I can understand what your plan and your purposes are. But, Lord, how would you want to use me in your plan? And if you notice, it says, "Um, Your kingdom come, your will be done in heaven as it, um, sorry, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's plans and his purposes are being carried out. But Lord, would you allow me on this earth to be part of the bigger picture and the plan that you have already purposed? And would you use me, Lord, to do what you're doing?" I think it's an amazing part of um, the prayer. And then it says, um, like, give us this day our daily bread. Um, and when I think about that, I, I think of it more in relationship to Lord for your purposes and your plans. And what I'm going to do today, Lord, will you give me the strength, the substance, give us this day our daily bread so that I can do your will, that I can do Your, Your, um, what you have for me, Lord, this day. Um, please give me the strength um, and the, the, the tuning into your Holy Spirit to, to do what it is that you're calling us to do for this very day. So he says, give us this day our daily bread. And then it says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And I think this is so important. It's just, Lord, what am I doing to hinder your purposes? Lord, whether it's, you know, it is also written um, that there are three common things that are to all mankind, where it's the, the, um, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes or the boastful pride of life. Um, these things get us all. Um, it's all common to man. Um, and we can say, Lord, look. Please um, forgive me for these things in which are hindrances to um, doing your will and your purposes. Lord, um, please forgive me for any way that I'm offending you. Um, and Lord, help us to, to just um, see you for who you are and how we can be part, again, of the picture and the plan that you're doing by, Lord, removing us, getting rid of the sin that's in our lives. So give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive those that have sinned against us. Um, Lord, help us to focus on you and what you're doing again, not on about myself and how I think I've been offended. And then after that we have, um, give us our debts, uh, lead us not into temptation. Um, And and I think of this as not just the, the temptation of that, of the things that are common to ourselves, whether it be the flesh, um, the lust of the eyes, or the boastful pride of life, but also the things that um, are external to us that we don't have control of, um, whether it's the circumstances that we find ourselves in, um, whether it's even from from evil influences, um, whether they are just because they're around us or even from a demonic source. But whichever way is um, influencing those things, Lord, Um, lead us not into temptation. Lord, please don't save us from these things. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. Um, And then it turns around and it starts where it began. Um, For thine is the kingdom. Lord, it it is. The focus again is back to you. Yours is the kingdom. All the power and the glory goes to your name and to your name alone. Um, And then... We say, Amen. And, you know, Amen is is the word which means, in Hebrew, it's it's part of the thing called Amen, which is, uh, I believe, or Amen means I'm in total agreement, Lord. Um, may it be done um, as we are praying these things. And then just um, really quickly as we're um, going back to the start of um, Matthew chapter 6, I believe that when we were in our quiet time and we were with the Lord in, in our closets, When we're praying and when we're talking to Him, quite often He'll prompt through His Holy Spirit um, something of someone else or a need or something that's happening. And when that happens, um, the Lord moves you to do these things. um, And as we pray for people, He often puts, even in your heart, the answer to those prayers that we're praying. And I think that's why the start of Matthew chapter 6 becomes so important, is that when these things are told to us from the Lord, that we are to do these things in a secret manner, as in in a way that is just giving glory to God, not because we think, ah, it's a great thing to do, but because the Lord has prompted us to do these things. And in that sense, we are to not know what the left or the right hand is doing, because the Lord talks to you and he tells you what to do. And you say, okay, Lord, if that's what you're wanting, and you move towards that direction of what he's saying. Um, So please just again, at this time, stay close to the Lord, Do the readings that you're doing, stay in prayer. Please try not so much. I know it's hard, but to to not focus so much on the circumstances, but on who he is as creator God. Um, And yeah, let's just support each other um, as we continue on this track. And um, may the Lord just be with us all. And that's the devotion for today. Amen.